who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested, and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android, or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, a podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. Each Monday, I bring you a brand new full-length episode covering something from a wide variety of topics. And then every Friday, come meet up with me again for a mini What's in the News episode so you can stay up to date on everything that's going on in the world. Check out Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist wherever you get your podcasts. And Ray John. What's up, guys? This is Noah Daniels with the Real Hauntings podcast. And this is Catherine Clark. As you notice, we're missing one member tonight. JJ <laughs> is out hunting ghosts or so maybe sad. working late. We're oh, not really sure. we don't know. He lies a lot. So, But we do have a very special guest tonight. We're very excited to have April, the psychic housewife of New Jersey. Hi, guys. This is April, the psychic housewife of New Jersey. And I'm also a paranormal investigator with... Um, I just joined Island Paranormal Society from Long Island, New York. So, so yeah, so I always did investigations by myself. I had, you know, people used to call me to come, you know, they had the haunting at the house, and I would go there and take care of it. You know, so you have your own little gang, your paranormal gang. Yeah, I love that. It's like Ghostbusters. I guess you never get that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, your team of like your gang are they are there also mediums in there are you the only one uh, I'm the only one one is Matt Haas that's the uh, founder of the group definitely is showing psychic abilities that he's been working on so we, you know we all have it it's all birthright but it, you're born with it so it comes natural but it's, it's like working out. If you, you work at it, you know, you, like working out, you want to grow your muscles or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of meditation. It, it takes a long time, but I, I've had it since a child. It, mine started when I was, uh, I was four, mm-hmm. my first experience. Wow. Wow. And yeah, were, cool. when you noticed that you had some of these abilities, how were uh, the people around you, like your parents, were they accepting with these abilities? Well, you know what? It was weird. It wasn't that it was showing that way. What happened was my father passed away when I was two, and my mom remarried, so we moved. She remarried, and we moved. And when we moved into the house, now I don't remember this part, but my sister told me, you know, I woke up screaming that daddy was here. You know, daddy was at the foot of the bed. But from that, I was visited almost every night by different types of spirits. And it was scary for a kid, you know? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess when my father came, it opened a portal. So, you know, you're getting good and bad. I was going to ask, since you're so young, um, I heard it's like really easy for children to see ghosts or to say they saw someone. That's interesting that you said because of that experience, it kind of opened your mind to other spirits and other experiences. Yeah. Well, yeah, when I was younger, like I was able to see them clear as day. So, you know, I was constantly seeing people in my house and feeling them. But, you know, it's funny, my family was um, experiencing it too, but not seeing what I was seeing. I could see the people. But um, I actually, we were sitting in the family room. I was sitting in, in the chair and I was pushed off the chair. Like, and I hit the wall in front of my, I went flying a foot ahead of me into a wall. Wow, and was that an apparition you were able to see, or was it just an instance of the... That I wasn't able to see. That one I wasn't able to see. I used to... Um, the one apparition that I would see is um, my stepfather's brother. At the time, I didn't know it was him. I would um, be watching TV or laying in bed, and all of a sudden, he would just appear. It was this man in a bomber jacket, because he died in the war. Oh, wow. And I remember, I know, and then I remember, like, screaming to tell my mom about this, and she showed me the picture. So he was always coming around, but he would never talk. And at the time, I was so young, so I didn't didn't know how to communicate with them, and I was so scared. Scary experience for kids. So that's how I got into, like, you know, doing investigations, because I really want to help people, especially if they have children. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's it's scary, and you know they do that to scare you. You know, they they try to make themselves look scarier. You know, like when you watch the shows, you know how like uh, Dead Files when Amy Allen explains how they they appear and in her drawing, uh-huh. you know, really creepy, and that's how we see them. They they make themselves look that way to scare us, because they're more scared of us. So once you let go of that fear, they they have no power over you. And so what was the progression like for you if, if it started at four? How, how did it kind of go into early adulthood to the point where you realized, hey, I've, I've got something here and I can use this to help people? Really didn't realize it until I was in my 20s. But funny, like I know like in first grade, um, I would know the answers to everything. It would just occur like at certain times and the teacher was, <laughs> I was really smart. And wanted me to skip a grade, and I'm saying myself, no, you know, somebody told me that. <laughs> Not that I told her that or my mom, but so you would know the answers then, um, to questions that people were asking you in, in like school tests and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, that's was, amazing. Yeah, I'm like, I'm horrible at numbers. Oh my god, so, I would, um, I would have loved to have had that power. Yeah, saved a lot of money in school. <laughs> you know what? I wish I, I wish I still had that. Now I can, you know, uh, play the numbers. Right. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Right. So I don't know if you've if you've listened to any of our any of our other episodes, but we kind of come at this with more of a skeptic point of view. Um, Okay. Our other host, who's usually here, JJ, would probably be probably be the most skeptic of the three of us. Yeah, he's the resident skeptic. Yeah. (laughs) I started off a lot more believing when we started this podcast. Yeah. And I feel like it's hard for me because all I mean, I just like love hearing about everyone's stories and how like you pick up similarities in everyone's stories about like symbols and things they see and how the spirits approach them. And then, you know, one of my good friends from Oregon came on a couple of times and she's a medium. 
she gave us a reading and it was really neato. Neato. Did I just say yeah. neato? <laughs> yeah, it's very neato. Um, so it's just been a really interesting experience. And then what about you, Noah? How do you stand right now? Oh man, I have always been very interested in the paranormal. I myself, I was covered in our first episode, had a experience with a ghost as a child. I haven't seen any other apparitions or anything like that. I, I was visited by somebody I cared about in a dream and my family has had weird instances where my father and I both have had kind of like deja vu, but more so like a premonition. Uh, my mom even yeah. had an instance with that as well. And I finally asked my dad because he's very conservative and, you know, wouldn't be the kind of person you would think would be open-minded to the paranormal and things of that nature. And one day I just asked him, I was like, hey, do you ever get these experiences where you'll have this flashing thought of something and then it happens or then that person calls you or you feel like this bad thing's going to happen and then it happens. And he told me it's been happening yeah. his whole life. Oh, so, wow. If you saw a ghost and if he's experiencing that, you're psychic. You're a medium. You have to guess. Some, some show it more, you know? So if you, if you worked with it, it would come out even more. And you know what does that meditation? Okay. You know, if you would meditate for a little while, that would bring it out more. That's interesting um, that you said that because I have been trying to meditate a little bit more recently. And just the last time I tried it, I felt just so open and so calm. And I remember thinking like, yeah. okay, I really would love to experience some sort of communication with like, I really did this. And I was like, so if you are there, you know, I'm willing and open to talk to you as long as you're like nice and like, you know, from the right side and all that stuff. And nothing happened. I don't think I'm a medium. <laughs> it doesn't work for yourself. Like I can't read myself. I cannot read my husband or daughter. Wow. You okay. cannot be objective for yourself. You can meditate and meet like a spirit guide. Oh. Um, hmm. I, I, you know how I talk like they have a bunch of spirit guides that some Indian chief. I, I don't have that. I have this one spirit guide that does not talk, but she protects me. Huh. <laughs> and I got I did a meditation one time, and I got to meet her, and it was so amazing. But it, she was exactly what I thought she was. So you know, you could, should try that cat instead of trying to like read yourself. It, it's almost impossible to do that. Right. I did do um, a meditation to meet a loved one, and um, it was from um, Jen Nahavik from the Journey Within in Pompton Plains, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And I got to see my mom, and I was bawling. So that was the first time. Because usually I don't see my mom. I only see her in dreams. Right. Because it's, it, it's too close to home. That, that is, uh, that's hard for me to deal with, is my, my mom. But I will see my stepdad a lot. He helps me out. April, when you say see, do, do you mean the reflection of like images in your mind or, or what, how do you define them? Oh, what do you mean? Like when I, when I read? Yeah, I, I get like images. Um, sometimes it's like a movie. And sometimes it's like I have to decipher what they're giving me. Like, you know, I'm trying to learn my signs. Like, you know, like if I see like the kind of readings I do, like, you know, I'm saying that I'll, like I'll see an orange, you know. I know that for me that's Florida. Oh, wow. If I get, if I get white roses, if they're showing white roses, I know it's uh, somebody's anniversary. Huh. And it's probably taken you a while to kind of build your own language. Yeah, that's 
have to you have to it's really you know what once you start doing it it's actually easy but it is hard at the same time because it's like putting a puzzle together it's like being a detective trying you know figure out a crime right do you ever have instances where you get an idea of something but it's negative and it scares you like i get those thoughts where so sometimes i I've thought things and then it will kind of come true as a premonition but then i think because i'm a pessimistic person so i get negative thoughts and I, i'm just immediately like no 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 this isn't real <laughs> oh well you know what um i gotta tell you i'm probably like one of the most positive readers i just like everything you know, unless it's a breakup or something like that, but nothing uh, catastrophic. But what you do, that's that's really, that's pretty good that you can do that, you know, with your premonitions. Because there's all different forms of psychic mediums. Like some have premonitions like you do some in your sleep. I have a friend that's not psychic at all, but she'll have dreams that come true. Wow. So you really can't control that, though. Right. Right. It's so accurate. So how accurate have you been with your premonitions? Yeah. Give us an um, example, Noah. Gosh, I know more examples of what my parents have seen than I can think of what I've seen <laughs> right now. Um, now I, I, well, you know what? I can tell you. I know your dad. There's a male around your dad all the time. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So, like, I mean, like, that's attached. Not attached. Yeah, like, a spirit that's with him. I'm trying to think. I can see him. I really can't think of it, but I know there's a male that gives your father the information. Oh, fascinating. Now, did, did his, did, now, did his uh, father, the grandpa, your grandfather have uh, shown any abilities like this? Yeah. Nobody that, wants to talk about it. That's a good question. So, my father is 15 years older than my mother. Um, he's the age of what most people's grandparents would be for my age. Uh, so I never actually met my grandfather. Uh, that'd be a good question yeah. for me to ask him. He was a extremely religious person and he was a leader or a preacher of a church uh, or many churches probably his entire life. Uh, that's really about who, all who I know. Served in the, who served in the war though? Who served in the war? My dad's brother. And he's passed? He has passed. Because that's who I think it is because I see this person, but I can't see them good enough. Like they're, they're almost like a shadow, but I can make out a shadow of a uniform. And I know it's in, um, in military. Yeah, he was actually a Golden Gloves boxer in the Navy, I believe, his brother. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Did you, you know what? I almost feel like, wait, now this brother took me back. Your father knew this was going to happen or the brother, his brother knew he was going to pass. And I feel like they discussed it or something was said. The the brother that has passed, I want to say his passing was uh, fairly, I don't think it was expected. Somebody knew that they were going to pass or like you said, like had a premonition about it, mm-hmm. knew this was going to happen. And I feel like they said it. Like this, you know, this is going to be my last year. I don't feel like I'm going to make it past this, you know. But yeah. I felt like it was no. So my dad, the last premonition that he told me that he just had this flash that my sister was going to be in a car wreck. And then yeah, my sister was going to be in a car wreck. Now she's fine, but okay. but about yeah. 10 minutes after he had that that kind of flash of, of information come in, my sister called and she had been in a car wreck. Uh, oh my God. You know what? The same thing happened with me and my mom. Oh, really? Wow. My, yeah, my, my mom was at bingo. <laughs> like all good moms should be. 
and I was in a car accident and she stood up in the middle of bingo and goes, I have to leave. Something happened in April. Wow. Oh, wow. And, and then she came to the hospital and started yelling at me like a good Sicilian mother. <laughs> right. <laughs> As they all do. And so, April, what is, what is your belief or thought, you know, the, there are obviously people as yourself that kind of define themselves as a medium or a psychic or both. And then there are people who just kind of have these instances that, you know, I don't think really know what to make of it. Where do you think this, these powers or abilities or happenstance, where do you think this all comes from? Um, natural it um i think we all have it it just depends on if you want it or not because we all everyone has, has had an experience so if you act on it you know and you know delve more into it you know some are more developed than others it's just like you know some people can draw and some, you know some are okay you know what i'm saying some are good at an instrument yeah right. so, so, tuning into it and practicing yeah. it and really having it on your mind and you have to learn how to control it because you know that's how I have a, I have to learn how to control it how to do reading too like when I see people reading their energy sometimes I was picking up you know when I first started sometimes I would uh, have to make come to me but I was I was picking up stuff from the next person I was going to read right and how, and how to shut it off too you know and I think, at night because I I've been woken up at night by a spirit wow. and it's scary. And I feel like it's such a, a stigma sometimes because, you know, it's not really taught about or talked about as a child, I would say in the average household. And so sometimes a lot of like these gifts in people or, you know, abilities can be masked as like anxiety or paranoia and they, then they become medicated or ADHD, whatever it could be. And then a person could go, oh. you know, go a whole lifetime not really understanding what really it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can, I can totally understand. Like, I got to say, um, I always ask other mediums or I'm like, do you have anxiety? You know, and we all do. We get anxiety. It, it is, um, it, it's stressful. Um, you know, I, I feel bad if, it, if people feel this way, like they can't control it or what it is. Right. Um, because, I mean, you can turn it off. I mean, like, it's, you know, I'm not going 24-7. I only turn on, like, 15 minutes before I do read it. Right. And that's it. Other than that, I'm just, like, a normal mom, and that's it. When I first got back in, now, I started, you know, like, I knew when I was four, like, this had started. And then in my 20s, I, I definitely knew I could read people. But um, then I stopped, you know, when I met my husband, because I didn't want to be, you know, look at it as a weirdo. I even kept it quiet. I didn't want, like, like a lot of people to know. Only my close friends knew. I actually really, really just came out, like, probably, I came out of the closet, like, five years, <laughs> out of the broom closet, like, uh, five years ago. Okay. Have you ever done a reading over the phone, or have they mainly been in person or group settings? Oh, no, no. I do uh, readings over the phone all the time. Which one of, who, and I don't care if this is Noah, but I might be wrong, but... Who is the writer? Who writes? Uh, that's me. Yeah, that's you. You're going to be published. I feel like you're going to write something that's going to be published. Well, I'll take that to the bank. I don't know what they'll <laughs> give me, but I'll let them know you said that. <laughs> so, what and, and what kind of writing are you talking about? Writing as in like book, uh, novels, that kind of thing? I feel like writing a book. This is going to be writing a book. Okay. 
I, it's funny because yeah, like, so. my sister and I have always thought about writing a book and I actually started like the first or two chapters of a, of a book the other day and lots of ideas come into my head, but I haven't really thought about sitting down and actually <laughs> write like typing stuff out and being like, Oh, I could actually do this. But are you writing about like about family or past or, or about real people? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. the one that I started was about a specific group of friends from college. I know this is, I know it's going to be published. I know it will be published because I know there's notoriety around that. That's really cool. Um, because you know, I, you know, in the, in the tarot deck is the star card. Mm-hmm. So that's what I kept saying. So I know that means media attention in the paper published. So, you know, you get recognized for this. All right. And um, also, who has um, who has a young female that passed? And I feel is this somebody from college that you knew, or somebody that you knew when you were younger? Is there any way to be? I've I've kind of been surrounded by a lot of death in my life with friends and family and work and that kind of thing. So my head kind of yeah. goes to a few people, but unless I knew some more specifics. around this person like you know like Caroline I don't know if that's the name but I know it's a C or a K a cut name yeah I can um, think of I can think of two C names one of them being yeah. Caroline I don't know if this person that passed is sick or somebody's sick around them somebody's sick I feel nauseous here but somebody is ill or or this can possibly be them I would say more of like injured one of them or both of them the people that I'm thinking of um, yeah, are they passed or are they alive? Uh, they've passed. Mm-hmm. Because I'm getting somebody nauseous. And the two that passed, that they passed from injuries they passed? Mm-hmm. Uh, is somebody in their family ill, like cancer or... Cause I'm getting nauseous, like, you know, like having treatment. Not that I can think of. I don't know their family or extended family too well. And I think that was the one female talked about the dreaming. Something the loss of a child. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just laughed because this is similar to the last... Uh, kind of reading I went through. But yeah, there was a, my friend lost a child. Okay. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, they will be pregnant again. Let them know that it's going to be fine. I know this is a horrible thing to go through. Mm-hmm. And, and probably the fear of trying to do this again, but I feel another child coming. So that's definite. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. The uh, last medium we had on our podcast um, gave Kat a reading potentially I guess about the same said the same thing too and that she was either having yeah. specified like gender and everything of the next baby she'd have since. oh 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 that's great alright so you see validation right there mm-hmm. I'll pick it up that's kind of crazy alright um, but you know what was, the, the two seeds that passed is one of them blonde mm-hmm. they're both blonde or one of them blonde um just one Okay, that's what I'm picking up the most. Um, talking about like a male, a male with the J name. Oh, is this okay. Boyfriend, husband. No, I'm. Uh, it's funny if it is this friend that I'm thinking of. Okay. We are a, a mutual friend. Now she was closer to him. He's still living. Starts with a J. Okay. We had a big okay. falling out with him actually. <laughs> I was just gonna say that this is what she's talking about. 
to falling out. Uh, it's crazy how much I think about that, and it's been like more than ten years. Yeah, since oh the falling. Oh my god! Out. Well, now did she have a fallout with them too? Mm-hmm. Because that's what she said. Like, I want to say I'm sorry for what I said. Like, it was so stupid. Like, she's so upset over this. It was so stupid. Mm-hmm. I want to know who's sick, though. You know, it's, it's driving me crazy, but she's the one that keeps showing, because I thought it was her. Somebody's nauseous. Somebody's not well. I, I wish... Uh, I really have lost touch with kind of our friend group from then and her family, so... Yeah. I know. And, you know, it's things you can't control who's coming in. Right. That's just tough. <laughs> you, you know, I guess I just want to tell you something funny. One time I had a woman come to me, so, you know, I usually do a lot of, like, psych people. I want to know what's going on. I love life. I love, ah. And when I pick up, you know, spirit around them, I'll, you know, throw that out there. So I'm telling them, oh, you know, such and such and such. You know, I don't want to talk to <laughs> so I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm like, I have no control over this. And I'm like, I'm bringing somebody up. I don't want to talk to him. She said, I want to talk to Bob. Like, she was so nasty during, during the whole week. I said, well, you know what? I said, Bob doesn't want to talk to you because he's not here. Right. They're so particular. But that's interesting yeah. about the C friend. Am I allowed to say her name? Yeah, of course. Okay. Candace was her name. Oh, cool. Uh, okay. See, I wish I could. I wrote, I have C A here. Uh-huh. B-A or K. Oh, wow. so. Now, April, I have a question. What, so, obviously, you do these readings like we're experiencing now. What is the difference in what you feel and what happens when, say, you're doing a reading versus when you go through a house with a paranormal team and to try to cleanse some kind of evil spirit? Oh, my God. It's a big difference. You know why? I'm not under pressure to form. This is a, I got it. Well, I really got into this to help people, especially if there's children now. But there's no explanation from me, from the people, you know, usually have somebody sitting in front of me, like they're like desperate to hear from certain person or to hear what I have to say about their future. So I feel like, you know, you feel the pressure because I, I want everyone, everything to go well for everyone. But when I go into the house, I'm in complete control. You know, nobody's judging me. There's no, you know, expectations so I'm very comfortable so I think it's great I, I love it because I can feel ghosts right away as I'm driving onto my location um, I can start picking up things right away I, I can pick up things remotely wow. too which is awesome and like what, I'll see the, the layout of the property and what is um, like one of the craziest experiences you've had during the paranormal investigating I think Stanley Hotel in uh, Napanock, New York. That was crazy because um, uh, I remember pulling up to the place and as soon as I pull up, I see a man jumping off the roof. Like, I, you know, I know it's a spirit. And yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh my crap. So I go inside, you know, and they go to talk to the owners, uh, uh, Kelly and Kim. And I'm like, hey, I said, no, I, this guy, I saw him jump off the roof. He goes, oh, yeah, you know, man committed suicide. She goes, but you can't find it on the internet. On the internet, it says that a man fell out the window but survived. She goes, but they, he actually jumped off the roof and some guy killed himself. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And it was pretty creepy. And did you um, see that every, as in Every like... time I went outside, he would do it. He kept looking like a residual. He kept wow. jumping off the roof. I'm like, 
Yeah, my God, you can knock it off now. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, that's my next question was we've heard from some of the people we've interviewed that there's different types of spirits, kinds that are like stuck in their own world or residual, as you said, and then some that are, yeah. that are aware that we're here. Like, yeah. Like some of my things are just, we're, we are sensing, you know, a, a different time period. So as us as psychic mediums, we can feel that and see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, you know, just regular people will get a glimpse of that. And then there are people that are stuck here, you know, like they're afraid to go into the light. And those are the people like that change their identity and look creepy. My very first house that I went to, uh, to cleanse, um, when the lady called me up, well, I could see with this, you know, you ever, you know, those scary movies, the creepy crawly girls with the long hair crawling on all fours? Yeah, like the rain. Backward. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. Yeah. That's what I saw. And I said, oh my God, this is my worst fear. And I have to help them. I can't tell her what I'm saying. Wait, you so saw that? Like in real life? That's what I saw. Ugh. I saw that remotely and it was so creepy. And I walked right into the house and I went into the kitchen and I said, she's knocking things off the wall mm-hmm. and they said oh my god yes and it's like things would fall off the shelves but in slow motion wow oh my gosh i would lose my shit for sure yeah. <laughs> you know what i gotta tell you that was my first house so scared but you know i started going through the house and you know what's funny too you gotta watch what type of people you have around you because they had a person in the house that their energy was so negative that a bad energy, like a spirit could feed off of that. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was the problem. I'm like, I remember he, he, the guy walked past me and I, I looked at her. I said, he's got to go. You know, not that he was club, but his energy was really bad. Wow. But it's funny. I'm going to room to room. So I go into that bedroom, not knowing what's going on. Well, I also sudden I encountered this older, older woman, the spirit, and her name is Claire. And she's pushing me out the door. She's going, get, go, 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 go. You gotta go. And she was protecting that room. She wouldn't let any bad things happen in that room. And they happened, like, since this happened, like, the haunting they were having, they all were staying in the room. She had the kids in that room. That woman was the grandmother, Claire, oh. that was protecting the children. So they kept that one room cleared. So it's funny, I go down into the basement. I'm going on. I'm like, who's Brian? Brian the fireman. I said, because I feel a Brian here. And she goes, turn around. And they turn around, and there's a fireman suit. It was their friend Brian that just passed away. They had his suit. I'm like, well, he's protecting the house. Oh, my God. So it, so it turns out, I finally, you know, confront the spirit. Oh, and I'm telling her, I said, like, she's, she's crawling on the basement Healing. So she's banging. What they're hearing is in their living room floor. So they're hearing the banging. When you say like you see the lady crawling and the gentleman who jumped off the top of the roof, are you seeing that like in your mind's eye or are you visually seeing that projected in front of you? I'm seeing that in my mind's eye. Okay. Yeah, now I, now I just see everything in my head and I sound crazy, don't I? <laughs> no, you know, maybe before but, we started this podcast, I might, <laughs> but uh, we've heard so many stories yeah. and um, Kat's friend, uh, Teresa, who's a medium, I think Kat mentioned her earlier, it's been so you and Teresa are the only two mediums I've ever really talked to and it's fascinating to see the similarities it's almost the same it's yeah crazy. especially how yeah. she talked about seeing things almost like a movie or you know like images flashing yeah 
It's, it's so interesting. Yeah. It, it, but you know what? Sometimes it's, it's frustrating because you have to decipher all it. So you try to put this puzzle together. Right. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I love doing that. You know, well, the, this past investigation I just did, um, it, it was pretty crazy. We caught a lot of EVPs, but I, I kept thinking my husband, I'm like, picking up this, there's a lot of dead people walking around here. Like, I'm seeing dead people walking around the, the whole area, the property. And as it turns out, these people were forced off the land that lived there before. And the, their cemetery where they had their, they, they had to dig up their dead to like remove them and some couldn't do it. So they got washed away. Something with, I, I think they built a, oh, the heck they built there. Um, not on that exact property, but in that area in the facility. But uh, a lot of the bodies had washed up. And that's why I kept seeing dead bodies walking around. I'm like, I, I felt like it was unsettled dead people. Wow. That's not cool. And it was really creepy. And when you see things like that, are you able just to immediate, immediately accept it as, hey, I'm getting a vision, or do you get afraid? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I know that's a vision. I know what I'm saying. You know, but sometimes, you know, like, um, I've had, like, where I meditated and, like, somebody popped in right in front of my face. I don't like that. Really creepy. Put an end to that. And do you inundate yourself <laughs> with scary stuff on TV as well? I know some people don't like to mix that, you know, when, when they have kind of these gifts or abilities. They, like, uh, I know that some people who see spirits and ghosts, they will try not to watch scary movies because it's just too much. Do you have that issue too? Or are you able to... No, I freaking love it. Because <laughs> I don't like gory stuff. Yeah. Like, like those type of movies, that's just gross. I love ghost, like ghost stuff. Like, you know, because I can't relate. It's fun. Like, you know, The Sixth Sense, that was such a great movie. Did you see that? Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, I actually yeah. have never yeah. seen it. I used to be so Oh, my God. No, I so have good. to see that. <laughs> I used it's to be so awesome. scared of, like, I in third grade, I watched What Lies Beneath, and it would traumatize me. Like, I, I was so scared of everything. Oh, my God. That's, like, nothing. Oh, <laughs> Well, I, I, I'm working on it now, so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got to watch it, people. And you know what? Actually, I like to watch it with my husband. I do get scared if I'm alone. But then you can, yeah, because then you have your husband to, yeah, like, I can, I can really hug get. you and comfort because, you. <laughs> no, because I don't want to, like, you know, because I have been woken up in the middle of the night with that people that have passed. Um, I, you know, I own this two family house and, um, my tenant passed away and she woke me up at one thirty in the morning to let me know. And I couldn't understand her. She was, <laughs> she was screaming in my ear. This is how I woke up. I woke up with somebody screaming in my ear. Uh-uh. So I jump on my, like, oh shit. And I'm like, turn all the lights on. I'm like, I can't understand what you're saying. And, um, and now I'm walking around the house. I sit down. I have the TV on, all the lights on, and she starts screaming again. I'm like, and I'm going to myself, God, I know this voice, but I can't make out what she's saying. So I sat up all night until my husband woke up, and I and he wakes up. He goes, "What's wrong?" I said, "Somebody's trying to tell me something, and I can't understand them." And I actually was the one that found her. Oh wow. my gosh! 
Is that common? I know. Um, we, we had a friend of ours on the podcast. The episode came out a couple weeks ago where uh, her mother uh, passed away last year. And, and she said that she had a moment where she was almost falling asleep. And then her mother's voice projected like right in front of her face and said something very meaningful to her that had been said previously. Is that something the spirits will yeah. do sometimes? Yes. Yes, exactly. I'm a clairvoyant. So I have all the clairs. I can hear, see, smell, and know. So I'll get a lot of times where I, I'll hear talk and somebody will say something in my ear. A little creepy too. Yeah, wow. I bet. But yeah. <laughs> my mom will only come to me in my dreams and it's so beautiful but I always wake up crying because I want to come back I can still feel when as I'm waking up and I'm still awake I can still feel her holding my hand wow. oh, that's really special it is so special the, the episode that you're on that's airing on the travel channel on Thursday can you tell us a little bit about that oh my god it's so cool now that's what you know like I, I was actually you know I do I do live reading every Monday mm-hmm I've had on Instagram. Yeah. Yes, I have. Uh-huh. What'd you think? <laughs> you know, it's fascinating. I, I, I mean, it's interesting to see all the people coming in and interacting with you. I, I don't know. That would make me nervous if I was you just to have like random Instagram people coming in. But then again, I guess we're random Instagram people. Yeah, that's and, true. <laughs> <laughs> and here well, you, you know, are on our I podcast. Don't, did you hear like the last one? Um, uh, as soon as I went on, I was going, we had a house fire. We had the house far and an animal, there was an animal in the house. And I kept picking this up and I couldn't shake it. And finally the girl came, she was, how was that? You know, she was, um, you know, I had a house fire and my dog, you know, was in the house or he got him out. I knew that, that the dog was okay. I said, um, I said, I gotta tell you something. I said, that, that fire was lit on purpose. Oh gosh. So, yeah. And she said, yeah, there was a police investigation. I had talked to her privately afterwards. They, they, know who the guy is. He's under investigation. He wow. lit the, car, the house on fire. Oh, I, but that's, she, I couldn't shake it. I thought you were going to tell us so. that she lit the house on fire. She was like, yeah, I know because I did it. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. There is a TV like, show waiting to happen. <laughs> that I would have been blocked. You are blocked. <laughs> so well, anyway, so the whole the files, which um, the uh, producers had um, contacted me, not knowing who, who I was, but they, they contacted a group that I worked with. I had experience with the Lambert Council. So I'm like, no, I've never been there, but I said, I can, I started telling them what I was picking up. And I said, I'm picking up, I'm seeing a lady in, in a white gown or in white, like a wedding gown. And I see her um, coming, she's outside from, you know, by a tree. She comes out, I see her she, meet this other spirit, this male, and they kind of disappear. I said, you know what, I'll take a ride up to the, the castle and I'll see what I pick up. So, you know, I tried there and that's time I was working during the day. Um, I got there and the place was already closed. So I'm walking around the castle and I come to this one spot. I found the spot, I found the tree that I saw in my head mm-hmm. and the wall, the big brick wall where they, I mean, um, stone wall where they met. All of a sudden I hear this woman uncontrollably crying and I said, oh my God, this woman lost the child. I, you know, I know that cry. So with that, all of a sudden I'm transformed. I see her in the bedroom. I'm below the bed. I know this window I'm by underneath is the bedroom. So I see her. It's this older woman in a black dress with the white collar, hair back in a bun, dark hair. And she looks up at me and she goes, I'm not the one they think I am. I said, I got it. 
people kept seeing this lady in white and they thought it was her, but it's actually another girl. Oh, wow. So now, uh, I know, so now this place is closed. I'm like, oh, crap, you know? So I'm like, everyone's got it wrong. She, this woman's not haunting the place. And, she, you know, not that she cares, but she wants everyone to know about her. <laughs> but, so now I go to film. I go to the castle. Now this is the first time I'm walking into the castle. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cool. That's amazing. I got to meet Shane. Shane is a doll. I love Shane. I, um, an actual doll? Hard. Oh, no. My brain right now. I am. No, Shane. <laughs> I'm all no, in. Shane Pittman. You know who I'm talking to. Shane from the show. Have you watched the oh, show? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, the producers are leading me up the stairs to go to meet with uh, Dave Schrader. And as we're going up the stairs, we're about to make a turn. And I see this picture. And I go, oh shit. I go, Chris. I said, this is the woman I saw. He goes, get out of here. I'm like, yeah, this is the woman. It turns out the lady I heard crying was uh, Mrs. Lambert. And the girl in the picture was Isabel Lambert, her daughter, who died before her. Miss, uh, Mrs. Lambert lost five children. Whoa. So. That's what I heard. I heard her crying. I kept saying to myself, oh my God, this one's crying over, you know, she lost the child. Wow. So, it was, it was, yeah, it was, pretty, it was pretty creepy. Now, the whole thing is episode. Um, is I wasn't allowed to say I was like medium. I wasn't allowed to say I was an investigator. Hmm. You know, Cindy, uh, and I didn't get to meet Cindy because Cindy filmed, like, I guess, um, a few days prior to this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but um, she's amazing. But um, I got to meet Cindy um, the end of October. She, I got to see her reading. She was excellent. Oh, that's great. And really, was, really. And was yeah. this your first time being on a television show in that nature? I know you also do readings for one of the Real Housewives. Was this first time? Yeah, I think so, yes. I've been, I, I've been uh, interviewed a lot by newspapers. Uh, have you seen the Housewives in New Jersey? I have not personally <laughs> seen it. I did look up um, Kim after you told me about that uh, over Instagram. Um, and she has her own, is it a, a fashion line that she has or a store? Yes, yes. Well, it, her, her store is Posh by Kim D. Right. It's like the infamous set to all the housewives and meet and get their dresses and everything. And then, you know, all the fights that break out because Kim always has like these fashion shows every year. Uh-huh. And, you know, big fight would break out and that's like the whole storyline of the show. And how did you meet her? Actually, my best friend, I do readings at her restaurant and uh, her daughter was working for her. And the daughter came in uh, we were just, you know, hanging out, sitting there after I was done my readings, and the daughter was on the phone with Kim D, and I said, hey, I said, tell Kim D she's getting another show. I said, there's a publisher that's going to um, contact her. Yeah. So, I mean, she tells Kim this, and Kim's like, tell her to come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> so I went up going to her house. <laughs> I went to the house the following week and read her. I picked up... Uh, her ex-husband that passed away in the house oh, wow. and she and the publisher did contact her and she's starting a new show now wow oh that's fascinating I yes. really need to go write my yes. book <laughs> yes get on that cat and she, I'm, listen cat listen to me this is gonna happen <laughs> yeah but no you write too I, I do yeah I um so I write uh we just 
produced a short film that I made and I'm, I okay. just finished another short that's getting made and then I'm working on a movie and a pilot right now to try to pitch. So yeah. We'll see yeah. how it goes. You're going to do very well. You're going to do very well. I like your demeanor. So like the way you're very um, careful in the way you write and do things. Oh, thank it's you. very slow moving. Like I, I like the way you do that. You're going to be very good at that. Well, I thought you were going to say handsome. Well. I'll, I'll take that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're handsome. <laughs> So that's that's got to go a long way. Yeah, you gotta have a different humor with it. <laughs> um, um, definitely, you know, I gotta tell you, all right, but you know what? I'm telling you, I, I just really success for both of you. Um, now, no, you think like you, you write and direct, you can get writing published. I know that. I know it's the book I see getting published, but I was feeling something around like a director. Yeah, and I act and so, do improv, kind of the full gamut of stuff. Yeah. So, but no, no, but with the what something that you do is going to go into like you know like a film festival. I feel like you know one of those film things that they have. Yeah, absolutely. Like they do here in New York, you know, De Niro has that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that'd be I, awesome. I do see you doing something like that. Um, so let me just see here. Um, I feel like I'm more going somewhere into writing with you, like where I'm. Well, I, you know, it's funny you say that because I write every week. I go to a writers meeting with my friends. We're actually meeting tomorrow, and we all hold each other accountable. And sometimes we collaborate, but mostly we work on our own stuff. Yeah, that's what the direction I see you going in. I don't even now and now, Pat. Uh, you're not married, right? And you don't have any children, right? I'm not married, and I don't have children. You will have a little girl, though. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, you are definitely going to have a little girl because I see a little girl that's going to be just like you. Aww, that's cool. She's going to be very assertive at, at a young age. Like she'll be ten, and she's going to be like a forty-year-old. Interesting. I can see that. <laughs> it's been an interesting topic in my life lately if I want to have kids or not. And so <laughs> I know. Yeah, we all go through that. I have a little I have a little girl, I have a fifteen year old now. Um, that hates me. No, I'm only kidding. That's when they hit fifteen they don't like you anymore. <laughs> You're very uncool. Oh yeah. I can remember being mad at my mom and not liking her at a certain age. Mm, but I definitely see you. Um with a little girl, you know, uh, who's the M around you? M. Here we go again. <laughs> if uh, I get the letter M associated with me all the time, but you know, I'm almost like seeing my friend's name Matt, like what, like that. It's gonna be like a short name, shortened name. Mm-hmm. Matt, you know, like Mike. You know, it's gonna be short name. Um. Oh, yeah, you, you're definitely, um, I don't know when this is. I almost want to say within three years, engagement, 
So you better invite me to the wedding. Yeah, come on. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if cats engage in the next year. Oh, wow. Okay, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't think you know the M yet. Oh. I don't know the, the M? Yeah. I don't know if you know them yet. I'm sure there's a lot of M's around. I mean, it's a common, it's a common letter. This is someone that I'll know I, one, one day or? Yes. Yes. This might be the baby daddy. I do have a, a boyfriend currently, but it does, he does not start with an M. So, uh-oh. No. <laughs> Oh, don't let him hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try my hardest. That's too funny. Oh my god! You know, so I did a reading for this woman like uh, about a year ago, and I'm going. I, I, I felt like there was a theme around her. Like I you know what guarantee there was a theme around. I'm going who's Steve? She said I don't like Steve. And I'm looking at her like she's crazy. I'm like, how do you not know Steve? There's a Steve with you. She met with Steve. A week later, they're still together. They live together now. But it was funny. I was feeling him like as if he only lived with her, like it was her boyfriend or spouse. And I thought she was crazy. I'm like, how do you not know Steve? Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. April, we've really appreciated you coming on. Is is there anything else? Hey, guys, I, not at this moment. Maybe we could do this again when I'm not so sick. Yeah, that would be great. But I would love to... Yeah, we'd love to, you know, do a whole, uh, we could do a whole show where I'll do a whole reading for, you know, for all of you guys. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be awesome. Is, is there anything that you'd yeah. like to plug before you go? Or, um, I know we talked about the, um, the whole uh, files. Oh, the whole files, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, you know, everyone, uh, they, you know, you can follow me on Instagram at Intuitive April or go to my website at intuitiveapril.com where you can see, you know, where I'll be appearing, how to get a reading, little stories done, some pictures. And don't forget to watch the whole file Thursday. Absolutely. Well, I know we'll be tuning in and we'll make sure to um, share your information as well on our social media. And oh, yeah. And I will. Yeah. And no, we, we really do appreciate you coming on and I hope to hear from you again soon. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so All much. All right, guys. It's nice talking to you. Take Absolutely. care. Absolutely. You have a good rest of the night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Wow. Oh my gosh. So many things. So that was pretty fascinating. That was, I know. I didn't want her to stop. We have to like get her back on when she's not I know. Safe. I feel bad because I'm supposed to go meet somebody to see the flea bag play at 930. Uh-oh. <laughs> Which is about five oh, minutes Oh no, you now. should have said something. It's okay. I can be a little late. But oh, yeah, yeah that was, man, you know, it's... It, it's interesting uh, talking to somebody like mm-hmm. Teresa, who I feel like is still kind of learning her mm-hmm. way in that that world, uh, if you want to say, and somebody who's kind of uh, maybe defined what they can do a, um, a little better. Yeah. But some of the stuff, uh, I mean, her stories were fantastic, of course, um, but she was so quick to grab a hold of stuff. Yeah, it was really quick. That was... And, and and it was so fast and coincidental with like the baby. She even said the name Caroline, which was crazy because that's yeah. the baby's name. Oh, um, wow. yeah. yeah. And and, uh, and the fact that she said the same things. Wow, it was just really cool. And just like the specifics about the the girl who was younger and her name started with a C A, and like the feud specifically with our mutual friend whose name started with a J. And I know like you can just guess letters, but like. 
That was the first letter she said. Right. It wasn't like she was giving multiple options. Right. And, and, and the fact that she specified that the friend, you know, wanted to say, I'm sorry for that stupid thing I said. I mean, it was so stupid, but it was a lifetime of just like, it haunted me back to college. The thing that happened in high school with them, but like, I could never say anything because Candace died. And so I don't want to be the girl to be like, well, it was Candace's fault because she had just passed away and we loved her and all this stuff. But Anyways, you have to go. Yeah. Wouldn't you love to be like inside of somebody like her, like just inside so of their mind badly. just for like 10 minutes well, just to see what I don't want to see that creepy lady crawling on my roof. So, you know, that's, <laughs> I will say that's one consistent that we've seen uh, with her and Teresa is there's bad and good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not like they just get all these gifts from the world. They, they have to deal with the bad side too. Yeah. So, um, so, so Kat, what, what do you think? Are, are you a believer? How, how do you feel after that? Conversation? I don't know. I'm, I, I love po- the positive energy. It really motivates me. I want to go try to write a book now. Like if anything it's just motivational to have someone be like, this is going to happen and like, yeah. just do it and be confident. It really was cool. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I feel like I feel a little more connected now. So that's cool. Yeah. I would say, man, I wonder what JJ would be saying right now. <laughs> right. right, Absolutely. It, you know, he would be more grounded for sure. It's, I don't know. I, I just have an excitable, excitable personality anyway. And, yeah. I, and I, I'm definitely an empath. So I feed off of energy for sure, me and, too. I, and I could definitely feel that you and I were, were really feeding into the energy that was coming out of the yeah, phone, that's true. Uh, which of course made it a lot of fun, but you know, I can't wait to have her back on. I can't wait to watch her TV show. Mm-hmm. And I hope that we've made a new friend of the podcast um, because that was a lot of fun. She was so nice. Loved her accent and yes. loved talking to her. And, uh, can't wait to talk to her again. And she's definitely living her best life. Oh, I would say faux that. show. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm Catherine Clark. What's up, everybody? It's Noah Daniels with the Real Hauntings Podcast, and we have a special announcement for you. We're real thankful Thanksgiving is coming up and that our podcast is a thing that people listen to. So we're going to give back to our fans and listeners by giving you guys a special bonus episode. That's right, guys. We got a little gobble, gobble goodness coming your way on Thanksgiving Day. Wow. Yeah. That was real cool. So until then, keep it spooky. You've probably heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy, but how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled, or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were, and it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But... I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.